Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, welcome to Legends of Tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Crisis on Earth X Part 4. Do you have any tears left in you? We don't. We're going to talk about it. Thanks for joining us. Yeah! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz Begin. Yeah. Oh, this is the saddest day. This is the saddest day we could think of. This is in honor of Stein. I was uh, sent a meme today by uh, Michaela, who's in our live chat. Hi, Michaela. Uh, and it's Stein. It's like a promotional still of Victor Garber as Martin Stein on the Wave Rider, and somebody captioned it: "Daylight come and me don't go home." Oh, oh. No, that's too short. Oh. It, it hurt. No, it really hurt. Hashtag too soon. Okay, so we're going to talk about, uh, we're talking about part four here, so we're going to talk about probably the whole thing, because we got a lot of feelings to work through. We have a guest joining us this evening. Chauncey, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name's Chauncey K. Robinson, and you usually can catch me on The Flash, but I'm here today for The Legends of Tomorrow, mm. and on Twitter at Miss Chauncey KR. That's right. We got a crossover ourselves. Yes. So who? <laughs> and our normal legend... <laughs> Yes, guys, since I'm Lucretia Line, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. I am Lex Michael, and I keep being all over social media at the Lex Michael. And we've also got on the line, he's he's still here, he's still with us. Please welcome the silky, silky voice of Frank Moran. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is a uh, in this remote. Uh, Secured location. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Key, uh, what, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Happy Go Jackie. Do it, guys. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? He's only he's only audio, but that's all you really need of, of that beautiful voice. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> voice. And I'm Dave Child. You can find me at MR Dave Child or DaveChild.com because I'm Dave, Dave Child. Child. Why did you wave at me? Hello. Were you yeah. just requested to wave at me? I was just like, Hi. no. You're sitting next to me. You don't need to wave. I was like, hello, I'm receiving your greeting. Okay. On behalf of everybody else. Things are going to get weird because I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm leading it. Because, oh Frank, you can still, if we go off track here, you can still still pipe in. You'll be my you'll be my uh, gray and firestorm and, um, right now. And Silver Ram is like, Frank, shoot some beef. Yeah. Wow, some they beef. they like, just want you coming out the door. I'm like, how, are, we, how is there beef? I don't know. This is like yeah. I, I I am curious. Okay, so we have a thing here. Okay. Uh, where anyone who's who's visiting our set for the first time, we Frank has a lot of beef. He mm-hmm. tends to have a lot of beef, so mm-hmm. we tend to have him get <laughs> <introduce laughs> real. Yeah. So we can eat the beef. Okay. And there's nothing suggestive about that. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's just that's just how we talk about his complaints. Very I'm professional. Like, <laughs> um, I, I dig it. I'm vegetarian, but I dig it. Usually, I'm the one eating the beef. So. Uh, <laughs> Frank, do you have any beefs with this whole crossover right now? What do you think? 
Yeah, uh, I, just just a few uh, kind of minor, does. minor, tiny little beefs. Carpaccio, uh, beef cutlets. Yes, carpaccios, like, razor thin, like those co- uh, oh, cocktail wiener sized beefs. <laughs> so, do we want to start? We do want to start with knocking out the beef. Yeah, I mean, I think I like to let's let's have fun here. So let's uh, start knocking yeah. off the beef because we have a lot of good stuff to get to. And I also want to talk about kind of the more emotionally powerful moments from this yeah. whole crossover. So, what are your small beefs? Well, my small beef and it is it is wrapped up in one of the, probably the most emotional moments of the show is what happens with our beloved Martin Stein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But as they're sitting under Wave Rider, and Martin is giving that little impassioned speech to Jax to uh, give him the vial so that he can uh, separate themselves, right. and he just says, "Remember when?" Yeah, you said I was like a father to you, and I said you were a son. Like, I, that that just bugged me because it was just like, hey, it was just like maybe ten, fifteen hours ago that you actually said that. Why? You, <laughs> yeah, it, I, it's the such a minor quibble. Dying, like, like, it's for real. Really just trying to make a point. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Please. When you're on your deathbed, you might get a little repetitive. And, he and, had been shot no. by a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he was also under heavy. Heavy sedation. <laughs> so you got to remember that too. A lot of pressure on him. Yeah. And too, no, it I, was so no. reminiscent of Guardians too. How could that bother uh, you yeah, at all? Like true. I was crying, and you know I'm almost as bad as you, Frank, with the tears. They don't come out of me. Oh yeah. right, because in Guardians too, yeah. you have the uh, and I'm all like a bitch in that movie well, too. I will say, like Lucretia, you and I were texting about it uh, <laughs> after we both watched it, and you brought up the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Volume Two thing. I, I think largely because of uh, obviously plot related elements, yes. so losing a, a father figure yeah, character, um, uh, emotion yeah. coming out of nowhere yes. and just wrecking your soul. But also, what I uh, reminded me of Guardians Volume Two, even before we got to that point in the plot, and then especially once we arrived there. James Gunn, in my opinion, is a master of tonal control. Oh, yes. It's insanely difficult to make a movie that is that funny and then hit the emotional landing so, so hard and effectively at the end. But Greg Berlanti and co. did that with this one. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. exactly that's my point. Thing, definitely he, there. This was a James was Gunn movie. I was so impressed yeah. by the tonal control yeah. and consistency across all four parts, as well as the, the story cohesion. Like, last year... I like the Invasion crossover quite a bit, but we had to do some additional heavy lifting last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for mm-hmm. example, we had to introduce Supergirl to everybody. Yeah. But then also, right in the middle of our crossover, we had to do Arrow's 100th episode. And that's an episode I like a great deal, but it did feel a little bit like we had to divert pretty hard from our main story right in the middle of it. We didn't right. have to worry about any of that this year. Yeah, it felt yeah. like a movie. This time, everything very was intertwined, so. the plots, everything. Yeah, I mean, this was very reminiscent of how they used to do, like, Stephen King stories on TV, almost yeah. to me, mm. with the different parts, and, you, you yeah. know, more like a whole movie, as we say, but how they introduced everything with the different, you know, Star City, with the logos. I was like, this is like... The- the best thing I remember I think texting you after I watched the first part and I was like seriously though like even just the different show fonts for the location titles made me really I nerd out of it don't give me that look that was a like that was an appreciation you small minded how dare you look at fonts but it makes me happy like it makes that I liked it it should be comic sans or nothing at all but while we're talking about while we're talking about uh uh, title treatments. I t- Licorice, I texted you this as well. <laughs> yeah. I really, really like the Crisis on Earth X title that we get across all four yes. episodes. Yeah. 
Did it occur to anybody else that it's exactly the Marvel Studios? No, I, no, that came to me the first mm-hmm. time I saw it. I was like, oh, they're doing Marvel. It's, it's yeah. a stripped down version yeah. of the current. No, that's not a complaint. No, I'm not it looked great. It. I love it. I love the way they blended the individual show themes together mm-hmm. to create one piece for this event. But yeah, every time it popped up, I was like, hey, it's Marvel. that other logo. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. I, I, I kind of am not a big fan of it, to tell you the truth, oh. because I kind of don't like, especially in the Marvel movies, it was fine for this. It was a nice crossover thing. I like seeing how it goes from the arrow to the lightning mm-hmm. and all that jazz. It was fine for this. And Marvel movies, it bothers me because I miss the flipping pages. Oh, okay. yeah, really yeah like that's true. Pages. That's true. And now it's just always like, hey, remember all our movies? Look at all our stuff. (laughs) Clip show. Tiny little clip show in the beginning. And we get a little bit of that, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it felt like it was... It it also didn't feel like each individual episode... This didn't feel like a Legends episode. Right. Yeah. It felt like they made a point of, oh, at this point in the story... There's going to be legends yeah. coming in the yeah. same way during the Arrow part of the story. More of that Arrow cast. What do they call them? Team uh, Arrow. Team Arrow. Team Arrow. Yeah. It's always Team, Team Arrow. Arrow. Team yeah. Flash. The legends. Cool. Yeah. There's legends. Team, yeah. Team Supergirl. It's real. They don't really call it Team Supergirl. It's more no. like Team Deo. Yeah. 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 Um, but we, the, we did get a lot of them calling themselves legends this whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why well, need an army when you've got legends? And there yeah. was, like, still, <laughs> still doesn't like, make yeah, sense, you guys. And, and there was a point where they didn't say it that it would have been funny if they did whenever um, the uh, evil Ollie was talking about peons and heroes. I so wanted them to be like, we're not heroes, we're, we're legends. legends. And they didn't do it. And <laughs> I was like, no. Next opportunity. It's not talking about heroes, yeah. we're misfits. We're legends. <laughs> but yeah, to, to the points that we were all making right now, like the fact that, Dave, what you're saying, it doesn't feel specifically like a Legends episode. It yeah. feels like a part of a whole. And then I think it's even more impressive when you consider all four teams from all four of these shows had to collaborate on this massive, massive project. And the fact that it coheres as well as it does is insanely impressive to me. Right, right. One thing I want to talk about to kind of get it out of the way, because I think it's an interesting thing to talk about, is just the use of Nazis. The use of Nazis throughout this whole... Which was controversial. Yeah, and it seemed to be a little controversial. You brought up the idea that it's a lot like... It's they're they're touching upon some Marvel things. What right now because I read Marvel Unlimited on my on my little tablet, I'm six months behind on my comic books mm-hmm. when it comes to Marvel comic books. So I'm right in the middle of Secret Empire. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm right in the middle of Captain America is head of Hydra. Yeah, right, that which was super. Yeah, which is like <laughs> to, to say the people least. Were people were not happy had opinions. at all. Yeah, <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it makes you feel very uncomfortable. And I was surprised. In this series, how many moments I felt uncomfortable Mm -hmm. watching it. Not in a bad way, necessarily. I'm still kind of parsing it out. But I feel like it's something that I didn't expect because I didn't expect them to touch upon this. I kind of expected the Nazis in this world to be a lot like Indiana Jones Nazis. Right. Which are just like, you know they're Nazis. A little bit of cartoon, yeah. So you can punch them in the face. Yeah. But you never see a concentration camp. Mm -hmm. You know, you never have that moment of, ooh, these are real dark side of humanity moments. 
And we get that in the series. Yeah, they visit they, it. Yeah, they no. do not shy away from any of it. I mean, and of course, you know, we're, we're somewhat tap dancing around the fact that it's 2017 and so many of us apparently still need to be reminded that yeah. Nazis are bad. Yeah. So remember when Nazis were like, oh, those good old bad guys from the past? And yeah, like, nope. and especially in a cultural environment now where we're, and I'm deeply disturbed by a lot of the way I see these stories being covered or not covered because they're either ignored, they don't get much attention, or they're, they're writing these stories stories in a way that that does nothing but normalize yes. the dapper Nazi. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just, I you think know, it shops is, at the grocery store. It's just yeah. like everybody else. He just hates everybody right. else who's not Ooh. white and Aryan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it is so it is so to yeah. their not so different credit. Than us. Yeah. It is so to their credit and so in keeping with the way that these teams have yeah. uh, chosen to tell their stories that yeah, now more than ever I think we need to shine a light on it, not shy away from the horrors of the reality of what these people did and are still capable of if given the opportunity. The other thing that I was really, really impressed by was, especially for the first half, I was starting to question by the time we reached the midway point, like, are we really not going to address the Jewishness of some of our characters, as has been established. Mm -hmm. Felicity Smoke has been established as Jewish. It's not been labored a whole bunch, Mm -hmm. but that is something we have established as canon. Martin Stein, we've established as he's Jewish. That's part of canon. We got past the halfway point without really saying too much about it. And then in the back half, where just about every conceivable devastating blow lands, they really put it in our faces in a way that I think is is really necessary and really commendable. Yeah, yeah, I will say Felicity's moments with this were some of my favorite moments of the crossover because it shows that uh, you know, especially with that dig with Reverse Flash, you know, about nobody remembers Felicity Smoke, but in these moments this is where Felicity is one of our heroes. And, you know, it's so important to the story, you know, here, especially for her. And, you know, my grandparents didn't survive the Holocaust. That was Mm -hmm. just so powerful to see that. And on the flip side, the uh, Lance and Sarah scene was so powerful, so uncomfortable, but so necessary. And, like, one of our greatest losses in this entire DC CW universe Mm -hmm. so far, of course, is Martin Stein. There is a Star of David on his yeah. casket when yeah. they put him in the ground. Like yeah. this, I don't. I'm actually afraid I'm going to get emotional talking about the last half of this crossover at some it point is tonight. Surprisingly yeah. tear-jerking, but yeah. it's it's we we need to be telling stories like this now if we're going to tell stories that involve something as unfortunately currently real and problematic as dang Nazis. I think the stories has a responsibility to emphasize that this is what they want. This is what they want to do, and this yeah. is what they will do if we do not stop them. I right. get like, ser- like you I, see the worst of them, and not just like, hey, they want to steal the Ark of the Covenant, isn't that fun? Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. you actually see like, no, they. This is what they want to do with their world. Like, like really, it. like take a step back and think about it. We just lost yeah. one of our major players across yeah. this entire universe. Obviously, yeah. a regular on Legends, but was a big part of the Flash family yeah. before that. Martin Stein didn't get to didn't get to retire. That's what made this so yeah. shocking to me. It, they played it on Legends as if they were building towards letting him retire and go be with his family. Yeah. Not only was it devastating to lose Martin Stein, but the fact that one of our biggest losses in this universe thus far is a prominent Jewish character yeah. being murdered by a Nazi. And that's exactly what made this so much more powerful is, you know, that is real. And yeah. it, that's what's scary. Um, yeah. And you also get... Uh, and also Frank. Yeah, I was about to be like, yeah. Frank, is Frank yeah. Frank, are you still here? 
Oh, yeah, 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 guys. I'm just fucking <laughs> watching you guys. I, uh, really quick, because I'm afraid I'm going to forget to, uh, and then I, I want to ask Frank what his next piece of beef is. But uh, to, to jump away from the abject sadness for a second before we jump back into it, Lucretia, you mentioned Eobard Thawne, yes. and I want to shout out one of one of my new favorite things, and I don't mean favorite things in this crossover, favorite things on these shows. I mean, in fact, one of my favorite things that there is now is the the insane, preposterous, most comic booky of comic booky logic by which not only is Eobard Thawne back. But it is the same Eobardthon that we have been tracking throughout all of these shows, yeah. but from a point in the timeline where he's wearing Harrison Wells' face yeah. so that Tom Cavanaugh can play Eobardthon. Yeah, he's, also, yeah. he's also being yeah. like, I just wanted to do this to mess with you. <laughs> yeah, he chose the face, yeah. yeah. And he's like, this handsome face. And it's like, yes, yes it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can watch Tom act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was nice. Which was great, actually. Yeah. I, I do was him. way creepy first Flash this time And around. I love that he's wearing the exact same costume with the SS logo on his chest. Yeah, everyone had the SS <laughs> version of this. Yeah. And they also had, he also came in with the uh, with the uh, wheelchair at one point, and he's just, just like, he I just funny. miss these times. Yeah. Um, but I want to move back to Victor Garber a little bit and Martin Stein, because you brought up the idea that, before we move off of it to- and totally, that we kind of knew Victor Garber was leaving. We've yeah. been talking yeah. about it on Legends and- for a while, because he's going go to go to Hello, Dolly. And I feel like this was really... I commend them on the fake-out here. Like, I really thought he was going to retire, and I really thought he was just going to ha- go home and be with this kid. Well, and, and the, moment, the moment he got shot and we end part three, if I didn't know ahead of time that Victor Garber was leaving the show, I think I would have been like, oh, man, Stein's hurt, but I don't think I would have made that leap. And they were going to kill yeah. him. Knowing yeah. that Victor Garber was leaving the show, the second he hits the floor at the end of part three is when I started to feel it, when I was like, oh, no. As soon as they split up, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, no. Oh, I had this, yeah. like, this is clearly a bad idea. Yeah. Firestorm's yeah. pretty fast. Uh, but then it's like, I... I I entertained the idea that maybe that was setting us up for a fake out. Like he was in danger, he might die, but he wouldn't. Yeah. As soon as the shot hit him and he hit the ground, I was like, shit. And two, like for us, you know, as the people who talk about legends every week, we've been talking about this nice build up with Stein and Jax and this cool father son relationship that they develop over the years that, you know, is really important. And, you know, Jax's feelings about losing him. And then you're like, Oh, but then he really loses him. Yeah, yeah. so much and more. Like every yeah. every bit of of performance between Victor and Franz, like yeah. crushing. But then, oh, good lord! But then Jack's going to see Stein's family. Yeah, yeah, that and was the killer. Crumbling right together, and I grief, broke down. I mean, like, like grief. Like we don't. I, I every time I yeah. talk about. Uh, as all things do yeah. for me, this uh, comes back to Twin Peaks. When I talk about Twin Peaks <laughs> with people, and I hear people say, but like people don't behave like that, I go, one, that's true. Two, what you're seeing a lot of the time, especially early on on that show. <laughs> I, just pictured, I just pictured one of the legends during the funeral just going, um. Amen! <laughs> Amen! That would, be, that would probably be Mick. Like, he's yeah, yeah. at the mm-hmm. back. Um, but what you do see a lot of, especially early on on that show, is people experiencing this extreme grief. And yeah. it is doubly jarring because grief is something that we don't see a lot on TV. And we definitely don't, it's alluded to. 
Mm. <laughs> okay, all right. It's it's uh, yeah. it's alluded to, but <laughs> we don't sit in it. Right, and oh. you also get you, you felt like when Jax came home and talked to uh, and talked to Stein's family, it felt like something you would see when someone comes home from war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it's just the, it's an understanding that if they're not right next to them, you kind of know what happened. Yeah. And there was no he didn't once say he's dead. You know, yeah. they kind of knew yeah. because of Jack's reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And that made it kind of a more powerful scene. And the fact things. that they so, not that it's surprising that they would, but that they so embrace Jax and they acknowledge yeah. fully yeah. that Jax is a member of the family. Exactly. And then we get, and you could almost argue that it's a spin on a sim, the, the similar moment. But at the funeral, when Jax speaks and almost immediately breaks off and goes to them. Yeah. And just completely breaks. I was just like I, I couldn't was couldn't save him or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was sitting in you a know, puddle of my own tears <laughs> at that point. I this is stupid, but I kept thinking about like he's gotta have some professor friends or college friends that were probably just there being like what? Wait, how did he die? <laughs> yeah. I thought he was oh. just like <laughs> Sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a heart attack or something. Um, what do you think, Frank? Did you? How did you think? Because you've been with us this entire kind of build up to Stein and and the Firestorm stuff. Do you think this was a good payoff, Frank? It was a good payoff. It was a sad payoff, but yeah, uh, not, not, yeah. Like you guys were saying, it was a really excellent fake out from the uh, from the writing staff there. And uh, yes, you had to say they didn't go, but I guess we're going to get. Little kind of uh, blips and touches and nods to him throughout the rest of the season, like with a younger version. Yeah, next episode. So we did right. see on next well, week's episode right time. away. I almost feel like it's too yeah. soon, but I, I, you know, we're gonna see the younger Stein next next episode. Mm. It's the fun with time travel. What I really liked <laughs> was, you know, Caitlin and Ray's, you know, grief over Stein because they both sort of had their own special relationship yeah. with him. And I thought uh, both actors were amazing. Brandon and Danielle just really displayed what it felt like to be sort of they were close with him. But, you know, it's not like they had the same relationship he did with Jack. Right, and without yeah. getting too yeah. many big moments between them mm. in these episodes, like these quiet, but just the quiet moment of Ray looking at the photo of him. Yeah. It's the old time yeah. photo of him and yeah. Stein with tears coming down his face. And am I, I, I only watched this all the way through once and I'm very sleep deprived lately. So maybe my brain is making stuff up. Was he sitting on his stairs? Was he sitting on the same steps where he goes and has heart to heart? conversations with his teammates I believe he did and that's what I like too is this is Ray he's already sort of the mother hen and he always was concerned about Jax like how is Jax and I feel like this is sort of like a passing of the torch in a way of him being Jax's mentor now because he and Stein were very similar in a lot of ways yeah they were the brains of of the team so now now when the biggest brain is probably gone so now all of the science is really going to rely on Ray. But, but, mm-hmm. decent timing, I suppose, because based on a couple things we saw in this episode, his tech is doing new fun stuff yeah. and doing it correctly mm-hmm. and not breaking. Oh, let's talk about good Ray moments. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, there were a few. Yeah. There were a couple of times, especially in the back <laughs> yeah, half. Yeah, like, oh. In between <laughs> tears. Oh, that one of the bees, yeah. am I? <laughs> in in yeah. between tears, there were things that would literally get me to stand up out of my seat. Uh, a lot of them in the last uh, piece of the this. One of the moments didn't get me all the way up, but that got me like to the edge and halfway risen was Ray just stri- 
Yeah. Not continue. with Dave. That's continue. filthy. He is this risen. is a family program. <laughs> okay. Of course, I was referring it's to okay. you, Jesus yeah. Christ. Go yeah. back yep. to your halfy. Yeah, yeah, I just went with so Jesus. <laughs> I was uh, half halfway there. And, um, uh, what am I talking about? Oh, was, uh, was, <laughs> Ray, was Ray reaching out his hand yeah. and embiggening, oh, the embiggening. Only, yes. only the hand? That was one of my. Was Awesome. That was one of my favorite visual moments and just like the introduction of Ray because yeah. I love Ray and was a little disappointed he wasn't in most of it, but I got it because he really didn't fit until then. So that's why when he came as he Eobod's putting the scalpel in and it's like, oh, yeah, little Ray, they, that they was amazing. Used, they used him being small yeah. in the right thing and being yeah. able to sneak yeah. in because sometimes they don't do that in Legends. Yeah. And it's been a constant beef. Mm. Uh, of all of ours, especially Frank's, I would say. But uh, what did you think, Frank? Did you feel like they actually used the Ray in a good way? This, this, like these episodes. Yeah, this is the, the, the frustrating thing about Legends is that for this episode, they're saying, "Hey, you know what? Let's make Ray really cool." Yeah, and then I just know the rest of the season we're just going to go back to Don't uh, Ray, kind a of pessimist. a, a, a bumbling uh, guy. And his tech doesn't always work. You're 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 coming up with future beef here. How does that like? I feel like I feel like <laughs> even if beef. the first show back they completely tank the character. Tiny Adam riding a T sphere is going to get me through. Yeah, yeah Joey any Johnston was number in the chat. Yeah, yep. any number of wonky slight missteps like I'll get past because I can now hold on to that image yeah, yeah there's there's some great moments throughout this whole season of uh, or throughout this whole crossover where you get to see them working together in such an interesting way in ways that kind of are surprising um, like the riding the T-sphere or at one point Cisco uh, like creates a portal for all for of Oliver on the balcony. Yeah, yeah that was really awesome. good. That. Oh. that was really good. Killer was, Frost, Caitlin, with the ice, with the ice yeah. bridge up yeah. to the thing. Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, whoa, where did that come from? Okay, Doing an girl. ice man. Yeah. <laughs> and when she whipped out and then Mick immediately is just like, now we're talking. Yeah. And like well, they had their moments throughout this yeah. whole crossover, which was nice. I, I like how that. Mick was yeah. kind of like, ooh, I got a new cold person yeah. in my life. Also, like, not for nothing, just as somebody that's that's been tracking, like, these worlds and these stories and these characters since my childhood, the fact that we're multiple seasons into these shows and there's a crossover in which Heatwave attends the wedding of the Flash mm-hmm. because they have some of the same friends. friends. Yeah. It makes me really, really, Both really happy. <laughs> well, yeah. what I loved about Heatwave in this and like how he was with Caitlyn and then when she became Killer Frost it's like and Caitlyn was with Ray it was some interesting it's like let's have a little crossover date where Killer Frost dates Heatwave and then um, Caitlyn dates Ray and it just gets real awkward for the legends I think this would be yeah, a fun little, be, little episode that would be, yeah. be kind of yeah. a cool like dating someone at the same time yeah. <laughs> sort of thing that would yeah, actually... kind of treats her as a different person like yeah. you know speaking yeah. of crossover romance we gotta talk about uh, oh, yeah. we gotta Agent talk Canary about, yeah cause I ship it oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty great. Yeah. And I also like how immediately we knew where it was going. Like yeah. immediately, yeah. it was just like, oh, I'm oh, coming off a relationship. I'm having this, and we see Sarah just being like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that what we were talking about? Or were we talking about another? Yes, we were. Um, <laughs> I just faded off for a second. There. Halfway there. Yeah. yeah who well, wouldn't well, have Dave, banged Sarah? What if we uh, talk about like the really cool edition was uh, Leo Snart, man. 
Yeah, yeah. Leo Snart. It's so nice to see oh, him back. It was He's nice still to see my him heart back. Snart. And mm-hmm. uh, you were excited about seeing uh, his glasses, and we got to see his his like his snazzy outfits. I loved it. Oh my god! Yeah, and he was, was fabulous. I love when he asked Barry, "Did you make that?" <laughs> <laughs> I think I was a bit. Yeah, it was good, yeah. but it was also like, oh, he's he's gay, <laughs> and I thought that was a bit on the nose for, to be like talking about fashion all of a sudden. Couldn't he just be the same snart that we know, except good and also gay? I mean, it doesn't. If someone's gay, it doesn't mean they're necessarily into fashion. Well, that's you all I'm saw saying. his coat. I mean, obviously, he knew how to dress himself, and yes, he that's was true. Tone. I mean. You know, it did go with the outfit. I just got, I like the Captain Cold glasses. Just because those are the ones from the comics, even though he's like, he's basically a mole man in the comics. It's nice (laughs) to see still a little bit of a a side to that. And also, uh, you were excited about meeting the Ray, Frank. What did you think of him? I, uh, I, Uh I I liked it, but I felt like there was, I mean, and I, I, it's a bad quibble about this because there's so many characters to address and so many main characters that we want to see taken care of to add a new one in it's it's cool but also there's just a lot of questions and a lot of stuff that we really didn't get in address with them so it was cool to see him realized but i also felt like there was just a a lot that was left unattended it felt a little bit to me like they were holding a lot of that stuff back for the animated show yeah the cwc CWC uh freedom fighter um the ray my assumption though would be like we've been seeing with a lot of these characters uh if the response to him is strong enough if the response to his cwc animated series is strong enough i have to assume we're gonna see the ray pop up at some point on one of these shows and just for once kind of like constantine guys that's that's your one drink and since it's the crossover, that's the one. Um, but but I do think, even given that, I think he entered the story in a very organic way. Yes. He did not feel shoehorned in to me at all. It's so much so that I didn't, I, I didn't like have the actor's face uh, seared into mm-hmm. my brain. I I recognized him immediately. So though, just first. because of being human, yeah. Russell Tobey. Yeah, I was not, like, yeah. oh my god, is this Russell Tobey? What is he? I was yeah. like, okay, this guy's significant. This, yeah. Russell Tobey right. is just not and a regular person walking around. And I've never <laughs> yeah. seen being human. So when he showed up, I just thought, okay, this is a character. It's like he's wearing the pink triangle, and again, like, driving home, this is what Nazis do, you guys. Yeah. Um, but then, when yeah, when they talk about, oh, he's the Ray, he's in a relationship with Snart, none of it, it all felt completely organic to me. Yeah. And I really liked that re- revelation, because it made sense, and it sort of gave a good way to introduce the Ray and bring Snart back, just because we all love Snart. And it really fit the character. It didn't seem forced. This is Earth X. This is obviously going to be a little bit different um, than the snart that we know. Uh, but, yeah, and Luna Malfoy 7 in the chat brings up a good point. The kiss with Ray and Leo was mm-hmm. literally the first male-male uh, male kiss uh, in the Arrowverse as apparently... Is that true? In, yeah, in no. any superhero adaptation, too. Superhero, maybe. Because I know the I chief like of police seen, yeah. Yeah, has the, a husband. I think he kissed them. Yeah, I think we've seen them kiss. And did Stein and... have seen Mr. Terrific kiss. Uh, his his boyfriend, yeah. or his ex, Paul. Yeah, yeah and that's why I was like, I'm pretty sure we've seen them at least kiss some. Because I Maybe. think Stein and Joe kissed, but there was in a while the there musical. Was, there was a while yeah. on TV where yeah. you don't see that happen. Even if you watched Modern Family, that was like, I feel like the first yeah. season or two, you never saw that couple kiss, and yeah. then they've just started kissing in more recent seasons. And that it takes ki- a while. And that kiss, oh boy, am I jealous? Mm, yeah. yeah, who wouldn't want to be the Ray in this episode? They had a few cases. Certainly, yeah, I mean, just to, to bring up a possible mini beef there. 
I mean, we see at the end of the episode that Leo decides to stay on Earth-1 and, mm-hmm. and the Ray is heading back to Earth-X. Mm-hmm. But as somebody that was originally from Earth-1, plus your boyfriend is staying there on that, why is he all of a sudden going back immediately as well? Like, say, hey, maybe I'll just stay here with you, too, and show you around this Earth that I was originally CWC a native show. to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> part, of it is, part of it is that. Part of it is maybe, like, the Ray thinks he can go back and help more people. But that doesn't totally work for me, either, because no. if he thinks that, then, by extension, Snart's <laughs> just going, nah. All, they, all he needed to do was, <laughs> I need to go back because I need to save the people back in that planet. Like, I feel like that's the world that needs saving because there's still Nazis ruling that world. But if he says that, it makes literally every other character look like a big jerk for going, nah, we're good. We're mm-hmm. going to stay here. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're going to have our double wedding. That's true. Uh, yeah. we're gonna have a, we'll get yeah. to the double wedding. <laughs> But um, ZSB Lou says, uh, yes, Mr. Terrific for sure has been seen kissing his um, uh, ex-husband, Paul. And I did love Mr. Terrific and the Ray having their little chemistry there. That that was I an also, adorable exchange. I like that making yeah. fun of each other's names yeah. because one, it is funny yeah. that because that hit me where I was like, wait, his name is Ray with a thought in front of him, and he <laughs> is the Ray. Yeah. And also, we already have Ray Palmer, so I'm like, this is getting yeah, a lot of really Ray good. confusions yeah. happening here. But also, Mr. Terrific is a very funny name, yes. so <laughs> he deserves to be made fun of too. Yeah. So it was a nice little like. Arguing back and forth with a little bit of chemistry. So that was good. <laughs> um, I also, if we're talking about logic beefs, there is a little <laughs> bit. Right. There's a little bit of a of a giant action sequence thing that I kind of wish all they needed to do was say some mumbo jumbo, and it would have been safer for me. But okay, because we got to talk about the evil wave rider, <laughs> the yes. Nazi oh, wave yeah. rider. When right. that showed I, up, I was like. I you know what I did have questions about that as I was watching it and I completely forgot about the Nazi wave rider. I just have a question about how this force field works. Right. Hold on. Now I'm upset we didn't see Rip on the Nazi wave rider. That would have been a good Rip Hunter moment. (laughs) He's a Nazi. Yeah. I'm, I'm like kind of glad Rip stayed out of this yeah. episode because <laughs> it was some stuff up. Yeah. enough going on. <laughs> yeah. But I I thought it was funny that they're like, oh, we're having. Missiles can't get through, and and these energy blasts can't get through this uh, this force field. All they needed to do was the only thing that can go through is organic matter. And then you could do the bridge coming up. And you also need a, you know what also won't work is to just, what is it called when he jumps, when he j- vibes? You also yeah. can't vibe into it for some reason because it's moving too fast or something mm-hmm. like that. So all you need is like... Some. This is why we can't vibe. This is why missiles don't work, yet somehow an ice bridge and them jumping it through the window works. I just needed I just needed a little <laughs> a line. I just need a little bit of housekeeping <laughs> yeah. that was just like, how can we get there? We can't get through there, but we could we could just walk in. That's how those that I don't know. They needed I'm not writing for it, but that's what they needed. And uh, Nate Milton has now named this hashtag child size beef. Child size Dave, beef. Dave's beef. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, great. And uh, Silver Rim, you're my jam with the where is Sydney Palmer? Yes, when are we ever gonna get that silly character? Yeah. Uh Frank, it sounds like you have a little beef. You have some beef? I have one of the logic beef too, and that was from the first episode where we at the wedding. And we're seeing what everybody's kind of speculating is uh, Don Allen, one of the Tornado Twins, yeah. possibly oh. talking to Barry. Yeah, I was to really excited. Yes. yes. Wait, she's all excited to be there for the wedding day, but the waitress, the the waitress future, girl she would know 
that this wedding does not go according to plan. Yeah. Oh. So I felt weird for her to be so excited. Like, I'm so excited to be here this day. Well, you, you know the wedding goes terribly at this moment. But maybe it, she you know, remembers so a version of the timeline Before where, the right, where yeah. Eobard yeah. Thawne didn't team up with Nazis exactly. to crash the wedding. Or maybe she, or maybe she's just excited to kind of see it kind of be badass, you know? Yeah. And she knows the story about this. And yeah, either she knew it was going to, well, first of all, I was super excited to see her, but like, either she knew it was all going to happen I and they were still going to get married. Yeah, it was so quick. That. It was so quick. Like, she came I had through. to be reminded yeah. after the fact. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it was exciting, but at the same time, like, maybe she knew, and people are talking online about the fact that she told him to make sure he says, I do, and then later on, he didn't, so people think that might be a thing. Mm. We don't know. But it was kind of, it's like, uh, why yeah. was she there? You know what, I bet it's like, uh, it's funny how we didn't even say I do, but to be honest, I officiated a wedding once. Uh, Were and, you disintegrated? And the Nazis <laughs> attacked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was real bad, but... One thing I forgot, I realized afterwards, I did the whole vows, I did everything, but I did not do the do you, do you, I do moments. All I did was the, hey, what's your vow? Oh, that's a nice vow. What's your vow? That's a good one, too. Now just kiss lips. And we're done. And I did all the important stuff, just not the, and, and does anyone here have, you know have anything to say is are they related that one yeah. guy in the back didn't get to start yeah he was, he was, he was yeah. ready to go and he's like the what? Entire what? Time. where was it um and then he went and drank um the speaking of the wedding um yeah. first of all that poor priest like he just I didn't know. see oh, him. like he probably had just enough time to be like oh who are these gentlemen i'm dead um, <laughs> but the other like thing, this is my last day as yeah. a priest it's like Aww. where's my I'm body gonna quit yeah. this. i just found out i have a son I've I'm gonna go raise my son <laughs> on the little farm at the seminary. <laughs> Can't wait retirement. Can't hey, that- wait to do one more wedding before I go off and I- raise a family. <laughs> I feel like that priest lived longer than Jimmy Olsen in, in the TV universe uh, crossover, and then Batman v Superman. So he did. He yeah. might have gotten more lines. Yeah, um, exactly. The other thing from the wedding, though, that I wanted to shout out was so at first when they revealed that Barry asks. Kara to sing Running Home to You yes. from the musical last year. Yeah. The second that started, I rolled my eyes a little bit. And wow. then by the time she got through that verse in the chorus, I was super glassy. That musical makes me cry Too a whole bunch, you guys. Yeah, I know. I was just like, uh, I love this moment. It like, like actually, I was, I was yeah. like, uh, and then I was like, oh. I do like how they're like, it, it, didn't, come, it didn't come yeah. out of nowhere because, yeah. like, listen, yeah. remember that time we were forced to sing and you turned yeah. out to have a beautiful, beautiful voice? <laughs> Can you sing at the wedding? What I was amazed at was she wasn't nervous at all yeah. about it. Well, she's a super like, girl. Pipes yeah. 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 But still, I would have been like, oh, okay. Especially too, because he said it on the day and she wasn't there when he sang that yeah. to Iris. So she must have gotten, like, did he write out the sheet music? Who taught him that song, okay. by the way? Lex has a beat. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Lex yeah. has well, a beat. Episode, he came once. in and it was already on his phone, too. Yeah. And it was a question of when, when did he record the back music to come Not sing it to her. Right. We, didn't, we don't need to know those I, One thing I did like was <laughs> they came up with a really good way to have some people be there in every single episode and some people not be there. Yeah. Except for maybe it's funny that Wally kind of drops off the map. That's right. That was yeah. disappointing. Yeah, it I was felt disappointing. Like he, he could have been utilized. Yeah. He did have a cool moment and great hair. To- yeah, oh my his God. hair. So dapper. Um, but that, that fantastic <laughs> moment in the church where he's, when he like flies in and he's protecting people was like a yeah. really awesome like, and when fist pump He was moment. channeling like, the bullet back yes. into the gun. That was, oh. so that was so 
I'm channeling yeah. a Michael Jackson yeah. meta human yeah. style because yes. it was like catching the bullet, then he spins. I was like, this is this is great. Yeah, and then he's just he's just out. But it did make, it did make sense that it was like, oh, why weren't the legends there? Why weren't the rest of Team Arrow there? It's because they don't really know Barry yeah. and they don't really know Iris. You well, know? Yeah, Ralph Ray wasn't was the there old. either. Ralph yeah. Dibney from oh, yeah, that's, the Flash, elongated man, him. just was totally nowhere to be found. I like and he just character. joined Team Flash. I actually buy that he would maybe not invite just kinda, Ralph. Like, we're not that close yet, and you skis me out a little bit. Well, he invited yeah. himself to the bachelor party on The Flash, so right. I would think he would show up at least, maybe when everything was breaking Yeah, loose. I would have expected him to crash it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Actually, you know what, and it's because right. Barry, Barry is now, like, trying to, to help Ralph become more heroic. I actually buy Barry being like, going to Iris being like, well, hey, maybe we, we should invite, maybe we invite him. Ralph. And Iris and going, so, uh, no. no, you know what, the invitation, they already went out, we've already done the count, and we like, we can't, it's just too late, honey. See, we need that scene. That needs to be one of the the next elongated <laughs> scene is why Ralph wasn't at the exactly. wedding. Also, there you go, CW. Because Iris being like, nah, he's creepy, and coming up with every reason to be like, no, we don't have enough food, or you know. I want a Ray-Ralph team up, by the way, where they're just elongating parts of their <laughs> yeah. bodies, like, back and forth. Ooh, oh, <laughs> man, where, uh, my mind went to a very that bad place. You. Uh, um, Tommy, um, speaking of other things. Yeah, we uh, haven't yeah. really talked about our... our villain team outside of Reverse Flash. Yeah. Um, like, all last year, if any of you guys watched After Buzz, it was me saying, Tommy should have been Prometheus. It sucks that Colin Donnell has another job. And then they finally made that happen. Because I feel like they sort of wanted it there, too. And, mm-hmm. and then and I know I wasn't the only one screaming that at them. Tommy Prometheus. And then they made it happen. It was. Yeah. I was so impressed and that they so were pretty. able to completely keep that under wraps. Like, there was a lot that happened over these four episodes that really genuinely surprised me. And, yeah, I've been making an effort to read less, like, new, like, a lot yeah, of the news Yeah, I try stuff. to stay away from news. But even without actively avoiding it, I was really impressed at how often I was surprised. And, yeah, the Tommy reveal being being a big example. Yeah, everyone in here um, at After Buzz, when I was watching it, man, literally heard me stand up and go, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> like, was that one that, like, yeah. got you out of your seat? I was like, oh, my God, it is Tommy. Because I was not expecting that at all. I figured he would never, ever get to come back on this show. I figured that too. But then they, like, flip it on you, and it's like, yeah. look, it's this character that mm. you haven't seen really in years. There he is. He's back. Oh, he's dead. Pretty yeah, than exactly. ever. Very quick. <laughs> that was fun, huh? Anyways, moving <laughs> on. Great, he can come by for a day of filming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those, those moments with him and Oliver. But mm. that scene uh, was really good. Yeah. It's just then he cyanides himself. Yeah. And he's, yeah. I do want to talk about that, uh, the double wedding. Because mm. uh, we haven't really touched upon that. And I do... I got the sense that they all married each other. That's what yeah. I got. Uh, I got a, a couple of beefs about that. Was, they all married each other. And also, I, Felicity, yeah, what are you doing? So, so I had, I had just a little bit rude. of an issue Straight with that first. Yeah. So, she, I mean, there were moments all throughout that crossover where they were they didn't RSVP and they were actually like the bridesmaids and the groomsmen. And how do you not RSVP to the wedding? Well, I got that that was a couple months before. Yeah. I think that was like leading. That wasn't like the day before they sent the RSVP. (laughs) I hope. I don't know. Yeah, because and then they got into argument at the rehearsal dinner. (laughs) There is yeah. There's a streak running through this of Felicity (laughs) making Barry and Iris's moments about her and Oliver a little bit. To be fair, Oliver also should not have proposed at the rehearsal. Exactly. No, they both they both were terrible wedding guests. (laughs) 
The other <laughs> thing too that making did, it all about them. Yeah, and I then mean, he shows up and he's the Fuhrer of a Nazi world. Come on, <laughs> how dare you? Terrible, not invited to the next wedding. I'm um, sorry, they're making it all about them, but I'm sorry, but they're just a way better couple. I mean, Barry and Iris are so perfect. Oh, are they a better? And, I don't know about like, that. Yeah, at they're all. at least uh, to me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I like Alicity a little bit better because we get to, like Barry and Iris. It's like it, there's no, they're just perfect. I, don't I, don't know, I like perfect. I like the dysfunction, except for the fact they grew up as siblings. Yeah, I was like, that and that, that kind of skeezes me. <laughs> there out was too. a moment at the wedding when Joe is giving the toast yeah. and he's like watching you two mm, grow up together. together. <laughs> I was like, um, maybe yeah. just take maybe another sip of that. Yeah. And like, that, <laughs> as I say, like you know, ever since Flashpoint, I feel like they they really got to a better place with yes, that couple. They, they really did, and it flipped it on its side. But it is still a little like they they were brother and sister. And, but they made Iris yeah. much more yeah. of a the leader of the yeah. team. Yeah, and yeah, they, they gave her. A bit more, a bit yeah. more to do as opposed to like you know there was a whole thing with the journalism storyline and people felt like that fell off. So now she's like we're the Flash together, and she's been able to really be intriguing into the the team. And yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, they're perfect, but they're also there's layers to it, and I feel like they're also a legacy couple. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, not to throw shade at Felicity, but mm-hmm. she didn't exist uh, mm-hmm. at one time <laughs> before uh, the show started, Arrowverse. And, you know, they have this, like, history that's just so, there's so much to explore with them. So, yeah. they were the gold, I mean, they they had the poster and everything. They are the gold standard. Well, yeah, so. I mean, and that was sort of the whole thing for this <laughs> to be bias, centered around. But... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it was centered around their wedding, but it was kind of funny. And a lot of it is, is like, I feel there's always that little competition between Barry and Oliver and but I do love Felicity and Iris together and that's yeah. the thing oh, they have I want more moments. friend the, moments with them them like doing the diehard thing while yeah. everybody else is fighting Nazis on a that different planet yeah they're yeah. going through these really big vents by the way yeah, yeah. those vents really yeah. big vents Star Labs has horrible security and mm-hmm. huge vents <laughs> 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 yeah. that's, their so, that's what you know about Star Labs yeah. that's but, basically like, watching it. the two of them drop in and get in a few blows on Nazis and like disarming them and like yeah. tapping the guns together yeah. it was awesome um, the double wedding like I th- by the end of it I was like this is very charming I'm really glad that we got Diggle in this thing yeah. somehow yeah. I'm glad that he threw up because who doesn't love well, to see Diggle, Diggle vomit after being yes. super speeded there's also a double yeah. wedding in front of a pile of vomit I couldn't yeah. get over that the well, entire time immediately after a funeral <laughs> there was yeah. one, and like, one. And it is, like pajama Dick was like basically in pajamas too right. like you know <laughs> there was basically there was one other thing that did bug me about it a little bit uh, beyond the obviously the stepping on their moment of it all was that mm-hmm. they had this Oliver and Felicity had this uh, moment when they when they finally are, are back together and they're reconciling and they basically say to each other mm-hmm. it's like look I love you I don't need we don't need to get married we don't need a piece of paper we don't need all the legal stuff I just want to be with you, whatever that means. And I really liked that because we, on all of these shows, explore so many different types of romances, so many different types Mm -hmm. of love. And it gets a little redundant to me where every romantic relationship in fiction, it seems, that's the inevitable end point. I did like the idea that we could be completely committed to each other, that we can have that loving, uh, warm, familial partner relationship without all of the documentation. Yeah. And right. then in the last scene of this crossover, we went, no, 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 never mind, wedding. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, is it was sort of a moment of like, this is it for Oliver and Felicity, at least for now. You know, and this was sort of cementing both of your, you know, anchor couples. You know, bringing stability, and I get why they did it. And two, like I feel like the West Allen wedding already happened. That was just the formality at the end, and it was yeah. kind of cool to have it's like good... Dig be the one. And that was sort of the thing. Is I felt like that wrapped this up, and that they're sort of like the anchor people. It was a good wrap up. Yeah. But I also feel like could have wrapped up with just the Iris Allen wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they, I agree with you. You know, yeah. it didn't have to be like. And also, us. I, just, <laughs> I guess they needed. They felt like they really needed that pin in that storyline of of their relationship. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like the whole time it was paralleling both of them anyway, and, you know, just sort of the differences in, about their relationships and how the, they sort of anchor these shows. Yeah. Because, the, I mean, everybody came together for the West Allen wedding, but, I mean, Oliver usually is, like, leading the team, and, you know, you see the Felicity. I mean, they have their own value, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was good. And uh, we also end with Wentworth Miller... Uh, staying on this earth. Yeah. So does that mean he's going to be on Legends? I believe week? he is. Yeah. I wonder for how long, though, given what he's been saying, though, yeah. that About he's, how leaving, he's, he's leaving the DC TV like, forever. Right. So it's like when he said he was going to stay, I was like, well, how's that going to work? Although didn't, didn't like, I think Barrowman said something very similar, and then a little bit more recently, this was a while ago still, but a little bit more recently, the conversation sounded like, well, maybe he could come back at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would like it if he just kind of goes back to his earth, and that's where he ends. I hope he doesn't again yeah um frank what do you think about any of this the double wedding or or wentworth mither miller's thing mithers and mithers no well i I figure like with the double wedding is as kind of uh clunky as it was Mm -hmm. i I guess you needed a big event that also was arrow focused as well too i mean you've got the the wedding for barry and iris you got martin stein's death and so i guess you needed something for arrow Eh, supergirl i guess is kind of i mean i guess she's fights her evil doppelganger and it blows up so you get to watch her die so i guess maybe that's her big nod it was her Uh, learning about her own mortality is sort of what i saw with car is her kind of going back to being human because that's been her arc this whole season is wanting to just be supergirl not be human right yeah and also yeah and being supergirl we see what being supergirl means is being like ubermensch like yeah. supergirl well, and i love that that the character is called overgirl yeah yes. yeah obviously it's a deeper frank yeah frank real quick tell the kids who overman yeah. is or well, don't from, that's uh, fine uh, <laughs> superman red sun yeah superman red sun and we also get a nice little nod to uh crisis on infinite earth when uh buns of steel catches yeah. uh Catches That's right, that supergirl. cover with, uh, yeah. with Clark carrying Clark her. carrying a dead Supergirl. Um, and that's kind well, of a Well, nice we also get a nice nod for uh, at the first episode where Stein and uh, Jax are talking to uh, Harrison, or for Wells and Cisco. And they, uh, Cisco brings up that he put their, their, their formula through a Conway device named after Jerry Conway, the yeah. creator of yeah. Firestorm. So that was oh, kind of awesome. a nice nod. Yeah. And then uh, at the second episode, they're at the Dayton Sista, Dayton Laboratories, named after uh, Steve Dayton from the Doom Patrol. Great. So that was cool nod. And then uh, the last episode from Superman 2, where yeah. uh, yeah. Superman gives, gives a line to a general, would you care to step outside? I, I That was one of the ones that got me literally out of my seat, and I threw my arms over my head. That's that cool. made that me very happy. Nice, that when, was nicely done. When Dr. Wells is like, we need you to take her up, up. up. 
and away. Bad as the this guy's a Terminator. Man, do I love a pop culture reference. Yeah, like, oh, that was that, yeah, that was, was, when I was a little like okay, a little late on thick. I love my Cisco and Wells Rick and Morty moments, but like the, yeah. there are a few. We are running out of time, but we're gonna have to wrap this up soon. But uh, there was another thing I was gonna. Mention. I real quick also wanted yeah. to shout out this really lovely little scene between Snart and Rory. I yes. love that when scene. Ro- that Rory was so is, cute. I like that he calls him a gangbanger. <laughs> yes, um, but <laughs> he's like, I think you mean doppelganger. I love the moment where like, and Rory's drunk. He's now seeing the face of his friend, and he's like, the ghost is back. So I love he how he starts know. hitting his head. Yeah. Like, yeah. he doesn't even know yeah. at first. He's wasted. He's been hallucinating Snart in the past. He doesn't know if this is his friend or what's going on. Snart tells him, No, I'm real, and they talk. And he tells Mick how the heat wave from Earth X died. died. And mm-hmm. Rory's reaction after <laughs> Snart tells him that he died saving police he officers. He down his beard. And he says, like, I feel like I'm going to be sick. Which, like, yeah, you could on the surface chalk it up to, like, he's probably had a lot to drink. This I, I, I read it as this moment of Mick, like, he's been going through this quiet but pretty big, profound arc since we first met him Becoming on the flash. Yeah, and is he a hero? And this yeah. moment, especially when you're drunk, you're sad, you're confused because you see your dead friend talking to you, this moment where he drops that on you and you, you're you faced with the reality of all that you could possibly yeah. be if you keep moving in the direction that you're going. And like, the profundity of that and watching that, watching the way that Dominic Purcell played that moment with just the two words and his facial expressions. Like, I like that a lot. Yeah, and there's also the good moment uh, in a previous, in the previous episode where he sees, uh, uh, Killer Frost there and says yeah. like, "Oh, didn't I, I kidnap that. you?" Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Um, so I think I'm go- we're going to wrap yeah. that up there. And join us next week where we talk about it's like the season not- mid-season finale, mid-season finale, Winter whatever break. that means. Mm-hmm. Mid-season finale means we're going to go <laughs> into episode a nine. Is what it means. Wow. Episode nine. That's going to be fun. Uh, introduce you guys again. Say goodbye. Where are you from? Where can they find you? Well, you can find me on the Flash, and this is Chanta K Robinson again, and you can find me at Miss Chanta K R on Twitter. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And me and Shanti also host a show called Horror TV Weekly. We're on Sunday nights at this time. We're at 10 p.m. So check us out there every Sunday, guys. And two, episode nine, you didn't even mention who's going to be in that one. Let's say it again. Drink to Constantine. Constantine. Nice. Uh, I am Lex Michael. I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. I'm also uh, sometimes on Mondays. I'm at Supergirl. Uh, My work schedule has been really crazy. I'm going to try to be there a little bit more often when we come back from the break. I also do a show with Tari J. Miller. It's called Missing Out. Now, we grew up very differently, had different cultural backgrounds, different upbringings. We found different pieces of media at different times. We think that some of the things that we've seen, heard, and read, the other one is missing out on. So we share media, we share art, we share stories, we share cultural experiences with each other and with you guys. We had, last month we were doing horror movies, we had Dave Child on to talk about Wes Craven's New Nightmare, we had Lucretia Lyon on to talk about Jason Lives. This week we are recording an episode that will drop this upcoming Tuesday about the entire DC TV CW universe. We're just gonna like nerd out hardcore, we'll talk about this crossover a little bit more, but like the entire entire thing. So that'll be quite a bit. Come join us for that. It's uh, at Missing Outcast on Twitter and Missing Out it's on iTunes, it's on Stitcher, it's on Google Play. Come check it out, follow us. We really like doing it. We hope you guys like it too. Uh, Frank, Argidian, anything to say? <laughs> oh, 
Well, Mr. Child, uh, yes, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Speed off, everybody. <laughs> and you can find me at MRDaveChild or DaveChild.com. <laughs> Watch my short press start on DaveChild.com. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Let's go next week. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. R.I.P. Marty. Long live Swampy. Gray off. Swampy Swampy. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buddy, later, guys.